Grow CFO is where finance leaders grow together. Join thousands of like-minded professionals using Grow CFO to access the combined knowledge and experience of the finance leader community. You can join us today at growcfo.net. Hello and welcome to the Grow CFO show. I'm your host Kevin Appleby, and today we've got a really exciting announcement. I've got Susanna Serrano Davy back with me. And after all of those episodes where we've talked about the book that Susanna is writing, the book's actually published, Susanna. It's coming out on November the 19th, which is uh, International's and Entrepreneurial Women's Day. Fantastic. But yes, it is ready. Fantastic. So what's it called? It's called I Wish I Had Known. Ah, that implies that there are all those things you wish you'd known you now know. Uh, yes, <laughs> I still have to learn, of course, but it's a lot to do with some of the things that if I'd known 10, 15, even 20 years earlier in my career, I would have had a, a much easier ride. Yeah. How did you actually go about learning those things? And you're, you're saying you wish you'd known about them earlier. So how did you actually learn about them? Well, like we all do through trial and error. And I think in this book, I condensed 30 years. There, there I say 30 years of experience throughout my life and career, in, through my work in different organizations, international organizations, working my way up to become a CFO, also being an entrepreneur along the way. And also the, the things I have learned through doing mentoring with other people. Because you learn through your own experiences, but also through other people's experiences. So it's all condensed in a sort of neat little guide to help other professionals in their journeys. That's Susanna. 30 years of experience. Now, anybody watching this, watching the video on YouTube will be thinking, where on earth Susanna got 30 years of experience from? She must have started work when she was about five. No one, Kevin, that is so lovely of you to say. So I am. 49 now so it'll be the big 5-0 uh, next big year and yeah. it, I started work very young actually because I went into work after high school worked for a few years and then took a break and go back to university so anyway don't want to bore you with all the detail but I swear there are 30 years worth of experience backed in that little book yeah uh, so we ought to make the point here that there's not just one book there's actually two books yes my goodness, what did I get myself in for? Because <laughs> there's the your Spanish living in Spain. So you actually yeah. wrote the book in Spanish. I did. And then translated it into English. I did for my sins. And both versions are released on the same day, 1930. They are indeed. And what a mammoth task it has been. If I think there's many of us that think, oh, I'd I, I love to write a book sometime. And I'm very happy that I've got to this point. But it's a lot of work. So now that I'm completing both both languages, I'm thinking, wow, what a challenge. And I'm glad I've done it that way anyway. I think it would be more valuable for the people I can reach out to because I, I do so in both languages. Yeah. So you put all of this great stuff, 30 years of experience, onto paper. How have you actually managed to do that? In a way, accidentally. So over the years... I have developed many of my own methods. So things that I have learned, as I said earlier, through trial and error, these gray hairs are here to uh, demonstrate it. 
and I've sort of summarized my learnings as notes. Could do you remember when you went to university and sometimes you couldn't go to you couldn't go to class and you'd say to one of your colleagues, Can you pass me your notes? So these are in effect my notes from all those years around a number of topics that can be challenging for many of us. And on top of that, I add a lot of personal stories. My serial readers tell me they love that part because everybody likes a bit of gossip. And I love metaphors. I love examples. You and I have talked many times. So the book has those notes, those not technical, but tactical notes, perhaps. It has a lot of personal stories that bring it to life. And more importantly, it has exercises that allow the reader to look into their own circumstances. Because I don't have a magic wand. I can't give you the solution to your problems. But I can nudge you when we talk about a topic and present you with some powerful questions to to continue asking yourself those questions that are important to turn it into something that helps you. Not something that worked for me, but something that helps you. That's how I've developed my mentoring method, which I use when I mentor people. It's very much around first self-inquiry, then draw on those notes, and then ask yourself some questions. And if I give you a metaphor, which won't be the first one I've given you over, over the last couple of years, imagine a recipe book and you want to learn to make a spaghetti bolognese. So you read the recipe, you read about the ingredients. And however good that recipe is, it may not be the right one for you. So what I try and do is give you that recipe and then encourage you to, for you to think about actually, Am I gluten intolerant, such as is my case, or am I vegetarian? So you take that recipe and you adapt it. So you end up, instead of using ordinary pasta, you use gluten-free pasta, perhaps soya instead of minced meat. So that's how it sort of works. Yeah, I like that. I love some of your methods anyway. I remember we recorded a podcast quite a while ago now, and we were talking about the heat map for change and how you use it each time you've taken on a new role. Yes. As a result of that, I actually talk about that podcast and the heat map idea every time I do module nine of our future CFO program, which is all about your first 100 days as a CFO. It's a great method. And that particular one, you can take the principles and you can adapt it to exactly your circumstances. That's what's about. I don't think anybody can give anyone the perfect solution to our own circumstances. But sometimes having a method, which I'm very much about organizing ideas and getting things structured to then use them, I think oh, it has proven very useful to me and my mentees because, as I said, we're all the same. We're all different. There isn't a single yeah. universal way of approaching a particular problem. Yeah. So. Who exactly is the book aimed at? Originally, it was aimed thinking of my younger self, but really it's aimed at all those professionals, people of all walks of life. Of course, our audience who are finance people, it would be very relevant to them, but it goes beyond that. And if I think about it specifically, for instance, my niece Alva, she's in her mid-30s building her career in London in a sort of high-powered organization. She's trying to 
find her way in a man's world because she works in construction. And also she's, for instance, has just been promoted because she's really good at her job and she's absolutely overwhelmed by the idea of taking on a team and how to deal with the non-technical aspects of her job. So it's aimed at all those people that are are young, they, they, or, or not so young, uh, hungry for change, want to develop, but they may not just have the experience to get there quicker and painlessly as well. So it's not specifically aimed at finance people? Not at all, not at all. I think it draws on, on common situations that, of course, from my finance experience, but I think, and I do talk about this in the book, we have... A part of what we do is about our technical expertise. And of course, us accountants need to know about debits and credits and balance sheets and finance. That's great. But as you grow further in your career, your technical toolbox becomes less and less important. And as you grow, other skills that are the ones that will make the difference become more important. So in the book, I focus more on those parts that we didn't learn at university on our or, or on our finance program or engineering program or whatever it is, because the workplace is, is the workplace, um, whatever it is that we do technically. Let's dive deeper, Susanna. Well, exactly what skills are you talking about? Well, it's a long list. You're going to have to read the book to find out. But it, it's about having good communication skills, it's about dealing with change, or more than dealing with change, it's about embracing change and turning it to our advantage. It's about collaborating with other people and getting the the best out of actually thinking, what is it like being on the other side of this table? And I don't know, many, many things. I I could bore you for a while, but People can read if they want to read the the index of the book. If they if they are curious, there's a, a lot of stuff in there that is very very useful, very useful for the workplace, for finding our way and navigating the complex world that we we face. So it's a self help book. No, may I explain why it is not a self help book? A self help book, from my experience, tends to give a solution, the solution that worked for the person who wrote that self-help book. And for my book to be effective, it's effectively, I need people, they need to enter into my method of mentoring. So they need to work themselves. That process starts with the self-inquiry, as I said earlier, and then, of course, reading my notes and reading my recipes or, or my methods, however you want to call it. But then you need to do the, that self-reflection and that work. If you do that work, then I think the beauty of it is that at the end of the process, you will, you will change. You will change your, your attitude towards some things. You will change your behaviors. You will change your habits. And what I think is great is that it won't be because of what I've told you in the book. It will be because what you have done and how you have empowered yourself to deal with your life differently. Fantastic. So, Susanna, there are lots of books about this sort of stuff already out there. Why should I go and buy yours? Because it's different. Why is it different? I I will tell you. Just to give you an example before I answer, you know me quite well by now in a professional capacity. And 
I think you could agree that I sort of break the mold sometimes of the, what people would think of as a traditional account and CFO kind of character. Exactly. Yes. So my book is a little bit the same. It gives you the first half, gives you a lot of strategies and tools to get on in your career and to progress. But the second half goes into what I think is the, the thing that we need and what other books don't have, which is to actually take you to look or invite you to look within and discover things about yourself, discover things about what you want and you wish in life, and so that you can find that balance between pursuing your professional goals and also take care, taking care of yourself as a person. Because often we forget that. For years, I've said to my team, we bring ourselves to work. We don't leave the person. I don't leave the person, Susanna, at home when I go into a meeting with Kevin, nor do you. So why do we often pretend that? So I think this is the only book I have found in its category that actually, yes, looks at the outside world, but also brings in that very personal and intimate part that I think is essential to succeed. Because... The basic premise for me is what's the point of getting that CFO role if we are miserable, if we break ourselves in the process and actually don't enjoy it? Yeah. And actually, we recorded a series of two or three podcasts, which one of the three was with you, one was with Catherine, and another one was with uh, somebody not involved directly with Grow CFO, where we were talking mm. about burnout, well-being, making the right decision for you, making sure that you're happy and comfortable in that mm -hmm. room. Absolutely. I think you put yourself through a lot of pressure and you've got this ultimate goal of, I'm going to be a CFO, and you get there. And suddenly it's not everything you expect it to be. You're not suddenly happy. And to me, there's something about, well, it's not all about the destination. It's about the journey there. It's about enjoying the journey. Absolutely. Enjoying the, the destination as well when you get there. But for me, at least that's what I discovered in my personal journey, is that I fell into perhaps not listening to myself, not paying attention to, to my thoughts, my feelings, my, my being, because I was so wrapped up in the treadmill of the career. So my, my invitation with these uh, topics and exercises to perhaps younger professionals is to just start paying attention earlier to some things that could make a difference. And that doesn't mean that you're, you're not going to succeed in your career. On the, on the contrary, because I think as you start, um, I, I think we talked about the Matri Oscar dolls in one of our podcasts together. As you start opening and getting deeper and deeper, lots of good things come out of that. So not only will you be better at doing your, your role, but you will be in a more solid place to fulfill that and being also in alignment with who you are as a person and your own needs, not being inconsistent between what you need and what you do. Fantastic. You've written a book. We've talked on various podcasts as we've gone along about a lot of topics because you've been writing about them at the time. Is there a second book coming up, Susanna? Because I yeah. think that we're going to run out of things to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> there, is, there is a second book. And actually, I'm going to ask for help from the listeners today on the second book. So in fact, I have a, I've started a mind map on my wall here of the second book. And I'm being interested to 
to hear about what topics they're concerned about, what things worry them. So I will give you the little in a little while of how to go about doing that and what I can do as well in exchange for them to give them an incentive. So come on, tell me more, tell me more. So what I would love the Grow CFO community to do, please, please, because it would be very helpful, not just to me, but I hope for other professionals out there, as we continue to, to create content, is to write to me, write me an email with just your ideas, your summaries of what are the things that really make your life difficult at work? What are the barriers you, you sort of come across? What are the rocks you stumble across? And if you do that, I would be delighted to send you, to let you try my method. I will send you a self-inquiry exercise for you to reflect and perhaps identify what are the areas that could be interesting for you to start working on in your personal development journey. That sounds brilliant. So how would somebody do that? Send you an email? They can send me an email at Susana, single S, single N, at Serrano Davy, uh, without the hyphen.com, or go on my website, which is www.serranodavy.com, and there will be information, they will find information there. Brilliant. And that sounds like a good discussion that can be started in our Grocevo Slack group as well. Yes. And if they do want to find out more about the book and they would like to buy a paper copy, in my own website, I'd be delighted to personally uh, dedicate it to them. I can't do that on the Amazon copies because I, I won't get a physical one to sign. But if they like that, I'd be more than happy. Perhaps thinking about what who they'd like to dedicate it to. Sometimes, you know, when my zero readers have been great, this book wouldn't be what it is without their contribution. And quite often they'd say, Susanna, I was reading this book and I just couldn't help but think about my niece, my brother, my colleague, other people that would really benefit from reading some of these uh, stories and thinking about the situation. So it may not be for them, the copy they want to buy, but it may be for the nephew or the son or whoever. I don't know, Kevin, mm. I'm sure you have people around you can Definitely. think of. So to get that signed copy, it's go to your yes. website. Yes, yes. Fantastic. Susanna. I am thoroughly looking forward to getting a hold of a copy of this book. And we talked earlier about who it's who it's for. Now, you're saying that I wish I'd known sitting there. Now, I'm a few years older than you. Will it still be relevant to me? I think so. A, because we're all learning all of the time. And I had, some of my zero readers have been over 60. And even they have found useful insights, especially... And don't be offended by this, Kevin. We come from a generation and before where it wasn't so common to, to look within and to think about some of the topics that are on the second part of the book. So you might be pleasantly surprised that someone younger than you, more than with my experience with my little nudging with questions, you might discover interesting insights about yourself. Yeah. And thinking about that generational difference, actually, Susanna, I think one of the things of, of certainly my generation, if you went out looking for mentoring and coaching, it was a sign of weakness. Whereas we know now that actually, if you really want to get the best out of yourself, that mentoring and coaching are some of the essential things to do. Absolutely. I agree. And I have been giving this a lot of thought, actually, because I, I think I'm super privileged to do what I do for a living. I really enjoy mentoring. 
But of course, that's not available to everyone because the company may not be willing to pay for it or because they find it too high a cost for them. So there are other ways to, to mentor yourself. The book would be an example or sometimes perhaps like Rosie Foe is a perfect example of how through a community and through a program that is a group program, we can achieve the same, the same aims. So there are many ways. I think there is that acknowledgement that it has value and there is that willingness to do more than just sit and listen because we've all we've all heard an inspirational talk we've all read a good self-help book but how many of us really take things on board and change and do something about it and i think that's where the difference lies mm. i'm excited susan so Ooh. am i imagine how excited am i as we record this We've still got a month to go before the 19th now. Yeah. The date that we've released this is going to be a lot closer to the book launch, but still very, very excited. So yes. we've given you all of those links. They'll all be in the show notes. Thank um, you. How to contact Susanna, how to get that signed copy of the book. If you're interested in mentoring, if you're lucky enough to be in the position that you've got funding from your company, for instance, and want to talk to, to Susanna or any of our other mentors directly, well, there'll be a link to show you how to do that in the show notes. Um, Susanna, I'm as excited as you are here. Thank you, Kevin. Very happy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for being this week's guest on The Grow CFO Show. My pleasure. See you very soon to continue talking about all those interesting topics that we'd like to discuss together. Indeed. 